1: welcome back into another edition of college golf talk steve burkowski brentley romine with you we're coming off the men's regional selection show on wednesday it's thursday just about lunchtime here on the east coast and another special guest brentley has gone above and beyond to get Julian Perico, the standout from the University of Arkansas, to join us. He's going to help us give his two cents on the regionals, maybe some teams to keep an eye on. Uh, But first things first, my friend, always good to catch up. Appreciate you spending some time. But before we look ahead, I think we have to look back to yesterday, a monumental evening for you at the University of Arkansas, correct? Correct yeah monumental
2: I mean I, I should get a statue built that was that was pretty incredible <laughs> I mean they graduate graduation day correct for you yeah we we I finally
1: graduated it took a while but we did it I mean burko they don't call him the uh mayor of Fayetteville for no reason. he should get a statue It should be They're- where 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 would the statue go in in or around campus or around around town where would you put it i i'd, I'd put it like as close to the main entrance of the football stadium as i could so smart man get all the eyeballs you can looking <laughs> maybe at maybe win more games
2: well, back, back when i was single i would have put it right next to
1: the sorority houses but
2: <laughs> those those times have changed
1: He's learning. He's learning. He's graduating from a great school and the school of life. Uh, Speaking of that, Julian, when you you look back at your time at Arkansas, how would you describe what it's been like for you to go to school there, to be part of such a special team?
2: Uh, It's been incredible. I mean, it's hard to put it into words how many things I've lived in this place. I mean, the, the golf has been phenomenal, of course. I mean, we've, we have won an SEC championship my freshman year, and I mean, we've done pretty good at the national championship every time we've made it. And, uh, I mean, it's been great. I love Arkansas. Uh, once I turn pro, I'm going to base out here. So I really, really like it. And uh, I'm fortunate enough to have made some incredible connections and some friends for life here. And, I mean, that's probably why... The reason of me staying here is because I like it so much. I wouldn't change a thing of my college career. It's been great.
1: What would you say were the challenges this year for your team? So much talent, but looking at that 500 rule late in April is not what you're uh, hoping to accomplish. How how did you guys deal with? Uh, the possibility Uh, of not getting to regionals
2: yeah i mean looking at the 500 rule with seven holes to go at the sec championship it it was a little stressful but uh it's i mean it's it's cool that we made it through you know i i kept like we keep telling each other like there was no way we weren't gonna make regionals like we all came back for this 50 or so i mean we struggled man like it's been it's been it's been weird because like we we have never been able to, like, pace one together as a team. Like, it's always, like, like, Mateo won, and then, like, Segundo played incredible, or, like, Will played great, and, like, we never, like, four or five of us, like, were able to do it. Like, the first tournament of the season, Manuel played great. I think he had a career-high career finish, and, like, the rest played bad. So, we've just struggled to pace it together. But... I mean, we all know what we're capable of doing, so just got to keep playing golf, you know. You never know when it's going to click, and, I mean, it'd be great to start clicking here in a couple weeks.
1: Now, speaking of putting it all together, there's been one, I think, consistent theme, and that's been your play. You've had, I think, arguably maybe since your freshman year, your best season statistically, and if you throw out, you know, a – Injury WD at the hate. you're probably an an All-American. What has changed in your game these last six or seven months that's allowed you to have what's really been a nice close to your college career? Uh,
2: I think I just matured a lot. Like, I, I understood that I didn't need to do any heroics to have a good tournament. Like, I just, you know, like, people tell you that you're good, but once you, like, believe that you're good, you can start, like, making some better decisions on the golf course and like maybe not try to push as hard and just understanding that like winning is just so hard and as long as you can just be around in every tournament you might win one and if you don't you'll just keep playing for it but that was my goal just to kind of like hang around in every tournament and I mean I've been able to accomplish that so far this season so I'm I mean I'm pretty proud of that I've I've had, a no, I've had a nice year. Unfortunately, I flew off a golf cart in a practice round and sprained my neck, but I've been able to play with a sprained neck for the rest of the semester. So, I mean, I I, th- I never thought I'd be this stuff, honestly, but we did it. How's it now? Still hurt? or? No, it's fine. I mean, it'll get it'll get tight. Like if I have to walk a thirty-six day a thirty a thirty-six whole day with the bag on my shoulders, it'll get tight. But um, it's it's fine. I mean, it's whatever. Like it's the the day I injured myself. Like that day, I had to play thirty-six at UNF. I, I was playing with Cole Sherwood, and I thought I was gonna die. I mean, I couldn't hit my driver over one hundred and ninety yards and it was blowing 50, and it was cold, and I somehow shot, like, 74, 73, and I was, like, in 22nd. But I had to, I had to withdraw. I mean, I, I've never cried for pain. I, I, th- I can take pain, and I broke down on, like, the 15th hole. I mean, like, Cole's mom came up to me. She was like, hey, like, you sure you don't want to cut it? And I was like, no, I gotta finish, because I knew where we were as a team, and I was counting. And I finished the round, and then I went to the Mayo Clinic, and they told me that I had to stop, and just took all the losses that week and dropped like 700 spots in the ranking, but it's fine. I mean, I had to do it for myself.
1: On the bright side, your ability to gut through those 36 holes probably is the reason why you guys are where you are right now and still playing. So yeah, could be, I mean, it was, it's been a tough,
2: it's been a tough one. I mean, lots of up and downs, but you know, we are where we are right now and, I mean, I always say that God has a plan for us, so we're just going to keep trying.
1: Now, all I right. talked to your head coach, oh, Brad. Keep no, going. Sorry. sorry. No, no, you go. You <laughs> go, Brentley. Nah, <laughs> all you. I, I, I'm just so happy to have Julian on that. I just want to keep asking him questions. Uh, you, you, he, you can fire he, away. He does have a pickleball game to go to pretty soon. No, but so. there's no rush. There's
2: no rush. I mean, there's no <laughs> rush. It's, it's, it's against my girlfriend, so it's really not that – it's not
1: that challenging, okay. You? well, we you yeah. you don't want to make make your girlfriend wait, but I'll, I'll just be real quick. I there's
2: I mean there's there's no there's no rush, absolutely no <laughs> rush
1: so I, I I talked to your head coach Brad McMacon, a couple days ago, and he really talked about how you guys, first of all, since August, you've been talking about when we get to nationals, when we get to nationals, when we get back to Greyhawk, how do you now reset and kind of start the season new? after finishing exactly at 500 how do you just put all that behind you and go focus on getting back to greyhawk
2: i mean we we just you know like we really don't care like how how we finished previously um it's okay you know we had a lot of like we we had a lot of chances to be to be out of that 500 but we just like couldn't close it out and I mean, for us to like dig deep that final round at SECs and get it done, even though we didn't make match play, like I don't want to sound mediocre, but just to like be able to keep our season going, like I was telling I was telling my teammates, I was like, I don't want to I don't want to turn pro tonight. Like, there's no way, you know. I'll, I'll try to extend this amateur stuff as long as I can, and then I'll turn pro. So the fact that we got it done there, I think that gave us some confidence, just to be able to do something right and we were able to do it and now we have a chance at regionals and we know what we're capable of so i mean we've we've talked to each other we've said hey like let's just play good golf let's like let's not bogey par fives let's not hit balls out of play and let's not three putt and like if we can minimize those mistakes we'll be fine
1: because we're plenty good so i mean we've we've got it we've got it together Speaking of regionals, we had the selection show yesterday. Like the women, six regional sites, top five teams move on to Greyhawk for the NCAA championships. We're going to start with your regional, and you're going to head to South Carolina, hosted by Clemson. Top 10 seeds North Carolina, Georgia Tech, Texas AM, San Diego State, Georgia Southern, your Razorbacks at six, Purdue, New Mexico, Clemson, Furman. What are your thoughts about going to that golf course? What other teams do you think we should keep an eye on as well? Uh, I, I like a
2: regional, honestly. Um, I think that we have a really good chance if we play well. I mean, making it through regionals is never easy. Like, you can be the number one team in the country and miss it. It's happened before. So, I mean, I, I just evaluated it as, like, we're older than most teams there. Uh, We've got a ton of experience, so that's going to help us. And uh, we've been, I mean, we we were just on our backs against the wall at the SEC. So just being able to like
1: know what that feels like going into it is good. You know, I feel like that's a good thing. What about some of the other teams in your regional, North Carolina, Georgia Tech, Texas A&M, yeah. San Diego State? Give me I mean, give me a, a thought on a couple of the teams you like there.
2: I I mean, I think that uh, North Carolina and Georgia Tech are going to make it through 100%. They're great, fantastic teams, incredibly coached, really good guys, and a uh, and is a really good team. I mean – the, their guys stepped up at the SEC. I don't I don't I mean I, I don't know how to say his name, but like I know him okay and he played great. He had a great tournament. Uh they've got Sam, of course. William Pacey's really good. Um uh, they have this Portuguese kid, he's he's super talented too. So I think that they're gonna do good. Uh I know that Ben Carr plays at Georgia Southern, he's incredible. I don't really know the rest of their guys, but I mean Georgia Southern is always solid. Like, that's a team that you can always, like, fear at, you know? Like, not fear, but, like, have a lot of respect to. Like, they always do good. They always, like, produce good players. It's just how it is. They're just really solid, and they've got a good mentality. Uh, Then Purdue is really good. They have the Big Big Ten Player of the Year, uh, Herman. He's a really good friend of mine, and uh, I think that they're also a team to watch. And, of course, I mean, Clemson is the host. And, you know, playing on your home course, like, it's a big advantage.
1: I tend to agree, Brentley. Uh, you know how I think about host schools. But but Juliana is selling me on Arkansas as a sixth seed. Uh, you know, that that they're not done. Uh, you know, after the top two, maybe three, I think anywhere from four to nine, maybe even four to ten. Let's not overlook Furman. They're from that yeah. part of the state as well. Yeah, this is Furman. I think it's their first regional bid since 2010. So a little bit of unfamiliar territory. What's it, Berco, Four? Is it four shots around on your yes, home course? Yes, uh, I've always thought that it is a stroke per counting score per day. So I... Say Clemson is 12 clear of everyone else over three days before they tee it up. That's there's no science, there's no math to it. Uh, but our good friend the mayor of Fayetteville sort of confirmed that host schools have that advantage. And it's I just I think it's very clear cut. Now it doesn't mean Clemson's getting through, because they've also got that added pressure that they should get done it, get it done at home. But uh, you know, I'll be curious about the Aztecs. They seem to be playing well. I like Julian's thoughts on Georgia Southern. I could see them as a team potentially making some noise at Greyhawk, maybe uh, trying to sneak into that match play. I think they're that solid of a squad. I, I think a top five seed that I would probably put on upset alert a little bit is AM, just because they've had other guys step up besides Sam Bennett. But we really haven't seen college golf Sam Bennett more than maybe three times this season. So, Now that the Masters is kind of in the rearview mirror, I think you could probably say the same thing for Mateo on Arkansas. I mean, now that – that not that it's a bad distraction, but now that that distraction is in the rearview mirror, you could focus on college golf. You could focus on these three rounds here in a week and a half. Um, You could play well. But I I think both of those guys have to play well, um, and Julian's got to play well for, for, for Arkansas to get through.
2: We have Will Gibson, and he's, I mean, he's like sneaky, like one of the best ball strikers in the country. So if we can get him to putt we'll be good.
1: <laughs> Let's take a look at Auburn's regional. A lot of SEC flavor, Vanderbilt, Tennessee, Auburn, Colorado State, Ohio State, the top five, Washington, TCU, Chattanooga, Houston, and Marquette rounding out the top ten. Uh, what have you seen from those other SEC teams throughout the season uh, that you think? Obviously, I think beyond Vanderbilt, we, uh, we all probably agree they're they're safely through. But what about Auburn at home? Tennessee started playing well at SECs. What what's standing out to you about that regional?
2: I mean, the, Vandy's got it. Uh, that's that's automatic. Um, Tennessee, I think they'll do fine. I mean, Caleb's incredible. I played with him at the SEC Championship. He hit the best shot I've ever seen in my life. And I told him that as soon as he hit it. And I think they'll be okay, too. They have Bryce Lewis. He's really good. They have Jake Hall. He's really good. And, I mean, I've I've been fortunate enough to see to have seen Brennan Webb coach a lot through my five years of college. And, I mean, I would put him up against any coach in the country. I think he's incredible. And, I mean, I also – love the guy. So that's why I have such high praise for him. He's he's just great. Uh then Auburn Yeah, they're playing better. Uh, they're missing what's his Brendle would know his name. There's uh, it's, it's two Evan brothers. Elvis completely. Yeah, Evan
1: Bro. Evan, yeah, Evan. Yeah. So Play, played Evan. on a torn ACL. He kind of pulled a he he pulled yeah. a Hulley in and played hurt for.
2: Yeah. So missing him missing I don't think it's going to
1: going to affect them that much
2: just cuz they're the host. So, as Berko, you said, like, being a host is so big, especially, like, when you're that good of a team and one of your best players get hurt, like, at least you can rely on your golf course going for you. So, that's good. And then, I mean, analyzing that regional a lot, you know, uh, I think TCU, Houston, or Chattanooga are going to be the fourth – are going to take the fourth and fifth spots on that on oh, okay. that regional. I mean – Chattanooga, man. Th- those guys, I mean, those guys are tough. Like they, they don't mess around. Like they, they're scrappy. Like you know, you look at them on the range, you're like, okay. And then you play with them, and like they just don't give up. Like they start getting it up and down from everywhere, and like three, four holes in a row. And then they start striping in. And they, I mean, we played with them in in Georgia like a month or two ago, and I was really impressed. I mean, I played with this kid. I don't, I don't remember his name, but like, he made like the worst decision ever in eighteen. Like, he was on a cross bunker, two hundred and seventy yards away, over water, ball above his feet, and like, I was like, whatever. And then I, I, I see him pull up the three wood. I'm like, what, what, like, what are you doing? And he hits his ball to the stratosphere and like lands it on the green, stops on the dime. I'm like, dude, you gotta be kidding me! Like, I would never try to do that in my entire life. So that. That really impressed me. And I think that them having that much grit is going to help them. And then Houston's a really solid team. Uh, De La Fuente is really good. He's a good friend of ours. He's from Mexico. He's a player of the year in his conference. So uh, I think one of those three teams, TCU has a lot of European swag. And I mean, they can get really hot at any given moment. So I think, it's gonna be Vandy, Tennessee, Auburn, and then TCU, Houston, or Chattanooga.
1: I, I like that thinking because Brentley and I will always talk about teams that have to travel: Colorado down to the South, Washington down to the South. Time change, Bermuda grass. It, uh, yeah. Our, our, our man's done some some prep here, Brentley. I, I like mean, it. I've
2: got I've got a, I've got it all written down. <laughs> That's I wasn't awesome. I messing around, man. That's more than I got. I wasn't gonna. I, I wasn't gonna just come here and talk. I, I did some research. There
1: you go. Love it. Yeah. What do you think of like- I, I I I pretty much right in line with Julian, except I, I do think Ohio State's going to get through just because Maxwell Moldovan's probably one of the best players in the country when he's making putts. So um, and doesn't really look like he would be. You know, he just kind of looks like a nice kid that's going to give you a hug after the round, but he'll probably make like seven birdies on you if he's really feeling it. So I like Ohio State. Chattanooga is obviously the feel-good story with uh, Blaine Woodruff. We had him on the show, so um, we we cut that video and put it on Twitter. So I would encourage everyone to go watch his interview. I thought he did a great job, and they're really playing for their coach. So um, I I like Chattanooga maybe as – maybe more of a heart pick than a uh, head pick, but probably both. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see uh, how that plays off, and obviously our thoughts continue to be with – Blaine and Katie uh, during such a challenging time for those that didn't know, they lost their uh, baby Riley Grace just a couple of days before a scheduled C section. Um, So it truly uh, tugs at the emotional heartstrings, no doubt. Um, So we'll keep an eye on the mocks. Let's transition about Michigan state. They're in Bath, Michigan, Illinois, Florida, Texas, Oregon, Kansas state, next five, Georgia Liberty San Diego Arkansas Little Rock and Michigan State uh, Julian what jumps out to you about those going to the Midwest what we know it like anyone it could be 48 degrees in 10 days up there you don't know yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Uh,
2: I love Illinois Florida Kansas State uh, you know Texas is really good sometimes I just you know, I happen to like have cold feet, but I think they'll get through. Uh, and then I think it's going to be those four Illinois, UF, Texas, Kansas State. And then I think it's going to be Georgia or Liberty.
1: I like Liberty. They're I mean, right I just, Liberty. Liberty's
2: always good. They're like, they're like a Georgia Southern. Like, they're just always
1: good. And they always have like solid players all the time. So I like them. You know, we talk about home teams, uh, you know, Michigan State hosting that regional as a 10 seed. You know, Brentley, it's intriguing how far down the list of a host school do you start saying that my 12-shot advantage disappears? Yeah, I, I think this is a little bit different because I'm not sure how much they play at Eagle Agreed. Eye. So, and, and it's a Pete Dive. Golf course, like I don't think it matters if it's your, you know, if you play it a ton or, or not. Like you, you, have to be a good player, like, and not to say that Michigan State doesn't have good players, but when you stack them up as a ten seed against some of the teams higher up uh, in this regional, I, I just I don't see them getting through. Um, I I almost like all chalk in this regional, just because I think Oregon uh, continues to just be a, a, a team that's very hard nosed and enjoys kind of being the underdogs and Owen Averett's had probably one of the best seasons this year that no one has talked about, like one lick. So, um, I am concerned about Texas. I mean, as we talked about on the show yesterday, they, they, they have a lot of, yeah, I would say probably issues right now. I mean, they have, yep.
0: There's question
1: marks. Yeah. Guys that are not playing well and guys who you need to play well, like a Travis Vick, uh, and then John Fields is going to have qualifying. I mean, he's going to have two spots up for grabs. He's going to put he, he's going to put Mason Nome back to the ringer after, you know, the the kid's kind of, you know, been up and down. And he's kind of had to fight and clear every hurdle just to try to get back in the lineup. And then you take out nine holes at Big 12, and he finishes third place. So he's playing a lot better. I have a feeling Travis Vick is, is going to figure something out. He did not chip it well um, in addition to the driving struggles he's been having at conference. Um, like I said yesterday, as Fields told me, if the smoke clears, they're going to be really good. I- I'm just not so sure right now that it's going to come all together. But um, who knows? I mean, this is a pressure packed and they're a young team. I think they're going to need to have the seniors in there because I don't know if the freshmen are quite equipped to handle this kind of pressure. <clears throat> exactly what I think. The newcomers, talented. They haven't been there. We love Travis Fick. He has simply struggled all spring long. He's the young man that clinched it last year. You had the cooties, you had Cole Hammer, but it was Vic on the back end of that lineup securing a national title. Uh, I don't doubt the talent and the ability. As you said, everything else that's going around uh, with it. And let's just say they happen to have a bad first day or a bad first nine holes. We all know that can spiral uh, one way or another. So it'll be interesting to see what the defending national champs do. Let's head out to las vegas bears best hosted by unlv unlv not qualifying uh, but we take a look at the seeds arizona state stanford virginia oklahoma state northwestern they're the top five east tennessee state cincinnati san francisco unc greensboro and long beach state Uh, initially i feel like the top half of that's pretty strong keep an eye i think juliana uh, the bucks from East Tennessee State. I think they're a Georgia Southern type of team. You might not read a lot about them, but I would not be surprised to see them make it to Greyhawk.
2: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I mean, I think that Arizona State, Stanford, Virginia, Oklahoma State, and it's either going to be, for me, East Tennessee State or Cincinnati. They both have great coaches. Uh, Dougie at Cincinnati and... Uh, jake at east tennessee so i mean they're great coaches they have good players uh older teams which is important so i mean i see one of those i think the top four is pretty set but i can see um east tennessee or cincinnati battling it out i don't know i i just have a really good feeling about cincinnati right now they have an incredible coach and uh East Tennessee, we played with them last year in the Scarlet course and they were really good. So, I mean, it's, it's going to be one or
1: the other. Yeah. Keep an eye on Long Beach state as the 10. They have a kid named Ann Gilligan who is as good as anyone, in, you know, you know, not, a, not, not as good as like a Ludwig or a Michael Thorpe Jornsen, but he's, he's ranked top 15 right now in, in golf stats. So if um, you're, if you're a, a double digit seed, you've, you need a guy who can win a golf tournament and he absolutely has that ability Cincinnati I, is is a good feel good story just because you know it it's their first time ever playing regionals which is pretty crazy they were the first team out last year I'm not so big on Virginia and Northwestern just because of the inexperience and then you look at the other teams around them that have a lot of experience I think Oklahoma State's made 72 of 73 NCAA championships now not all of those are having to go through a regional first, but they've only not got, gotten through a regional once. That was 2012. Northwestern's only gotten through once in the last decade or so. Virginia hasn't, hasn't made it through since 2017. So there's some inexperience. Virginia's is young. Uh, this is the type, type, you know, time of year where you need experience. You need seniors, much like Arkansas has much like an East Tennessee state has. So, um, I, I think we could see some upsets in this. And, and San Francisco has shown the ability to get through in the past. So I think they made it two years ago. Um, so this, I, I think this is going to be a big, big upset because this is also a wild card course too. It's not exactly uh, – I've heard it's, it, it's a little bit scruffy and maybe a little bit – maybe not what players are used to. So um, I, I think there's going to be some volatility here. Head to Norman, Oklahoma. Sooners hosting for the second straight year. Texas Tech, Oklahoma, Alabama, Ole Miss, and Wake Forest, top five, six through 10, Duke, LSU, North Florida, Colorado, Kansas. Julian, I- I'm interested, other than the top two Red Raiders and Sooners, you've got a lot of teams from the Southeast going to a place where most of them probably have never played before. How much of an impact do you think that could be? Uh, I don't think it's going to be that big of an
2: impact. Uh, Cannon Claycomb leads the Alabama Crimson Tide. He's my best friend. He's going to get it done. They're going to get it through. Ole Miss, Malloy's an incredible coach. Uh, They have Hugo Townsend, Cameron Tankersley. Sarut is playing really good right now. I think they're going to get through. And then Wake Forest is old. Michael Brennan's incredible. So I think that in that regional, we're going to see every single top seed go through. Like, Texas Tech, Oklahoma, Alabama, Ole Miss, and Wake. I think it's okay. going to go in that order.
1: I think so, too. I mean, there's not – you know—a Duke's a team that hasn't really put it all together, I don't think, this year. LSU's been been really leaking oil coming down the stretch. North Florida could be a team, I think, that might not feel too out of place. Uh, they're they're well-coached also. Uh, Scott Schroeder's done a great job at that program, one of the top mid-majors in the country every year. Um, behind that I mean Colorado I think this is the first time that Colorado has been in a regional since 2018 so and they haven't played at NCAA since 2002 so um, that that could be an interesting story if they're able to get through but I I do like all chalk here I think Oklahoma's really um, shown that they have the balance they might not have a, a guy like Chris Goddard up anymore but when you see what Ben Lorenz has done the last month and a half, where he's got four top tens and a win, and this is a kid that has kind of been unreliable at times, but he's definitely reliable now. So, um, I'm with Julian. I mean, anytime you got Ludwig on your team, I don't care what the rest of the lineup is doing, you're going to get through a regional. Wake Forest has has played a lot better. I mean, they've been around 502. They were under it for much of the year. Um, I like I like all chalk here. I think if there's one team maybe that doesn't get through its wake, and that's just because if 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 Michael Brennan can't you know shows up and isn't making putts and doesn't play well, then then they're done. Final one out in California, the Institute, Morgan Hill, California, Pepperdine, Florida State, Mississippi State, Arizona, and Louisville, top five. Baylor, Missouri, BYU, NC State, California. Six through ten. What jumps out to you there, Mr. Perico?
2: Uh I think that Missouri's gonna make it through. Wow. Shocking. Yeah, SEC that,
1: bias. SEC bias. I
2: think well, I mean, we play with them at SECs and like I I played with this dude and damn, I mean, I, I was I was like I was pretty impressed with his ball striking. And I think I think that they have a good team. They're tough, they're older. I think it's gonna be Pepperdine, FSU, Mississippi State, Missouri, and Arizona. I just I just have a really good feeling for that. Um uh, Mississippi State is solid, man, and they're they're a little on the older side. But I think Missouri I think Missouri's gonna get through like they might finish third, honestly. I could be I mean I could be wrong, but what I saw at SECs was really good, so I think that I think that they can do it, yeah.
1: Brentley, do we think Cal as a 10 seed has a chance or are they still a year away? You know, I, I said this yesterday, Them, them in Long Beach State, I think, have the best odds, in my opinion, if I was setting them on double digit seeds getting through. And that's just because you look at the spring that they've had. They've gone from 72. to I think just outside the top 50 in the golf stat ranking. So Walter Tun's really done a great job. It's a little concerning how Samson Zhang has played the last few events. Um, he, he, he's, had, he's had some real, uh, what I like to call stinkers, just hasn't really played well. But Aaron Dew's really been there. I mean, this is a team that I think has heard all the talk about next year with Eric Lee and those guys coming in. They, they, they don't want to wait till next year. They want to want to do something now. So I think they could be a dark horse. BYU at the 8, what they did at the West Coast Conference Championship, winning that for the first time since 2017 breaking that run that Pepperdine's had. I, I can tell you this Pepperdine's probably not going to be happy to see BYU staying on the West coast in their regional as an eight. So, um, this has a, this is another regional that has a lot of opportunity, I think for volatility. Arizona won a regional last year. A lot of those pieces are back. Um, we know Chasing Kevich is longer than everyone in college golf, except for Julian, uh, when, yeah. when he goes out at a hundred, hundred percent, but, uh, um, yeah, I, I, I think we'll see a few. I mean, you talk about well-coached teams, Mike McGraw. But I'm going to go with Julian. I'm going to say Missouri gets through, and I'm going to say BYU gets through and Cal almost gets through. So we, we could potentially have three top five seeds get, uh, not, not make it through this regional. We love talking about it. We'll be lucky to hit 65% accuracy, maybe low 70s if things come together. Uh, but more importantly, always good to get some insight from one of the greats in college golf, Julian Perico. Congrats on the graduation, my friend. Appreciate you taking some time. All the best to you and the team at Regionals, and uh, let's plan on meeting up at Greyhawk in a few weeks. How about that?
2: Perfect. Thank you so much for having me. This was great, Brent Lee, Burco. Thank you so much. You guys are the best. I'm gonna See miss y'all. I'm gonna miss y'all next year. Hey, we're we're, <laughs> we're
1: not going anywhere. You know where to find us. So.
2: Yeah, you're right. Orlando, I,
1: I go there a lot,
2: so we'll be okay.
1: <laughs> Love it. Always the best. Julian Perico, one of the greats of college golf, great personality. Glad he could join us. And Brentley, that sounds like he's going to change his phone number so that we can't get in touch with him. That's how I interpreted that.
2: <laughs> no, they've got it.
1: Thank you, so, thank you guys so much, and uh, we'll see you all at Arizona. Love it. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. Y'all take care. Brantley, it's good as it gets. Uh, Julian Perico, you said it uh, earlier. He he's real. He's genuine. Uh, he did some prep work, and you know what? The guys played against a lot of these individuals. He he looks at it from a different lens. Last week we had Justin Silverstein as a coach for the Women of Troy at USC. Now we got a player, so it gives you something to think about. Maybe pause on teams we thought were, you know, better odds of getting in or or, or lesser. So. Um, Kudos to you for for setting that up. Uh, We'll see how it all plays out in a couple of weeks. But the women, they get going in, what, five days? Next Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, same scenario, six regional sites, top five move on. Uh, And we're just sort of going to peruse and give our thoughts. Let's start in Pullman, a quick refresher. Stanford, Baylor, USC, Clemson, Kentucky, Texas Tech, Houston, North Carolina – UNLV, Sacramento State, the top 10. Um, boy, Baylor's really good. I like them. Stanford, we'll, we'll find a way, almost what you said. You have Rose Zhang, even though there's some question marks, there's still a ton of talent there. I'll be intrigued by Clemson and Kentucky making the trip out to uh, Washington State. Um, but let's see what they have. I can't quite identify maybe a flyer, if you will, uh, from say the back half of the seedings, I think it could be chalky, but but maybe Houston or North Carolina at seven or eight can uh, you know upset the uh, the uh, the top seeds there. Yeah, so are we going to do uh, win? Uh, w- Want to do winner uh, bubble or in like maybe top five team on the cut line and dark horse? Want to do that? Sure, Stanford wins. Bubble team, uh, a high top five team on the bubble will be Clemson, and I'm still struggling to find that team at six, seven, eight, nine that I feel like I'm going to say Houston because I just can't have one. One's not jumping out off the page to me. So Houston's never advanced past regionals as a team. So this so I love would be. It. I love it even more. Perfect. That, that would be flyer. historic. I, I, I'm yeah. going to say, I'm going to say UNLV um, is my flyer getting through for the first time since they had Daniel, uh, Dana Dana Finkelstein in 2015. Winner is going to be. I'm going to say USC wins, and my bubble team is going to be. You know, I, I'm going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be really spicy here and say that stanford sweats it out but gets through wow we'll go with that wow 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 you're probably right but we'll see uh westfield in, in indiana mississippi state oregon vandy iowa state virginia tulsa tennessee michigan oregon state xavier your top 10 um i'm gonna say oregon wins I'm going to say Bandy sweats it out. Gosh, I want to pick Michigan as my flyer outside the top five. I just think uh, when Ashley Lau turned pro, their big three. Um, I just haven't seen it from the back end of the lineup. Uh, I'm still going to go with Michigan. Just Homer, you go. You you of course. Well, Homer for my wife, but yes, just. There is experience there with Haley Borja and Monet Chun. Now, if they both play well, you're in the Midwest. Um, So, I'll go Oregon win. Vandy sweats. Michigan maybe uh, comes from the outside in. Okay. I think Oregon wins because they get get Ashley Park back. Uh, She was a little banged up and didn't play conference. Virginia sweats it out just because this is a team that has shown at – times this season that they have trouble kind of closing out tournaments um so they're going to be right in that battle to get through and then i, I do i do like michigan but i I'll, I'll go with tennessee um you know they they missed regionals last year uh that was Deanna Contu's uh first year as head coach so i i i think her <laughs> Her kind of run now starts this year because I, I think Tennessee is going to start to be a program that we talked about a lot more in this conference. Raleigh Regional, Wake Forest, Arizona State, Florida State, Florida, Arizona, top five. North Texas, TCU, NC State, Purdue, Nebraska round out the top ten. Uh, I think Wake wins. I think Florida sweats it out, uh, and I think TCU comes from the outside in. I like that. I think. North Carolina State is the host um, as my dark horse. I think Florida sweats it out because this is a team – I don't think they've advanced since – It's been a couple years. Yeah, I I got it right here. So so they made four straight NCAAs, but they haven't been – but since then, they haven't been to regionals in each of the past two seasons. So the last time we saw them – yeah, sorry. Yeah, got through regionals. So the last time we saw them at nationals was 2019 at the Blessings. So they're going to sweat it out, and I think Wake wins. I, I think Wake starts to kind of lock in and really start to to show us all that talent that they got in that stable. Uh, Athens, South Carolina, San Jose State, Ole Miss, Ohio State, Georgia, six through ten, Maryland, Kent State, Charleston, Kansas, Furman. Uh, winner will be Georgia. They're at home. I think they're good. I think they have the potential to be very good. Um, home cooking, own bed, I think will help them. Uh, who sweats it out? Ohio State, top five team, sweats it out. Uh, and I'll go all the way down to 10. Furman as a flyer. Jeff Hull, the coach there. Uh, former assistant at the University of Georgia something to consider I like that I think Georgia wins as well um, they're looking to advance to the NCAA's championship for the fourth straight year which would be the first time since I believe maybe 2000 2009 yeah 2006 to 2009 they made four in a row they're looking to do that they kind of turn it on they won a regional a couple seasons go too. so um, and it, and it helps that They're the host sweating and out. is going to be San Jose state. Both their wins came in the fall. Um, had a great run last year. I mean, had a really special season. Um, I think it's going to be a lot tougher this time, but I, I do think they sneak through. And then as far as my dark horse, I like the Furman pick, but I'm going to go with Maryland. I, uh, as the six seed, um, they were left out last year well not left out they didn't qualify for regionals and this is kind of a program that's i think on the rise as well so um i think i think they sneak in over maybe a san jose state or uh state san antonio regional texas a&m auburn pepperdine oklahoma state smu top five six through ten ucla new mexico denver illinois sam houston Uh, I think Auburn wins. They always seem to do something in the postseason that catches everyone's attention. I think Pepperdine sweats uh, as a three seed uh, and a feel good. UCLA hasn't had the best year. Six seed final go around for head coach Carrie Forsyth. Uh, let's see if they can extend her uh, Hall of Fame coaching career by at least a couple of weeks. Yeah, win- winning team's going to be Texas A&M and a close one over Auburn. and. I think we could potentially see two teams. I think Pepperdine and perhaps Oklahoma State um, could be sweating it out. And then I really like SMU, but there they're, they're are five seeds, so they're not really a dark horse they're supposed to get through. They've had a great year. UCLA, I'm just not too confident about. But I'll go Illinois at nine just because you need horses this time of year and what Crystal Wang did at uh, Fox Chapel for the Big Ten Championship. Uh, that, that was one of the best – tournament performances that i think um we've seen in a while in college golf so uh, i'm gonna go illinois final one palm beach gardens pga national lsu texas northwestern ucf duke top five six through ten michigan state cal arkansas alabama south florida uh northwestern wins love this team i think they have the chance to win it all Uh, I think Duke sweats it out as a five seed. We've seen moments of quite honestly, everything from that team. Uh, Someone from the outside coming in. There's a tough one. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say Alabama is a nine seed, the potential um, to steal a spot and get to Greyhawk. Yeah. And, and probably comfortable. Like, on that course. Uh, However, there's, there's a lot of water. Like you have to be a really good ball striking team, which is why I think LSU wins by a lot. Um, Sweating it out is going to be Texas just because they haven't played well. Um, They really had a poor big 12 championship. So I think they might have not quite shaken off that performance yet. Um, So I wouldn't be surprised to see them play well either, but I think they sweat it out. And then, Michigan State is a six again. I'll, I'll 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 make it easy. They played well that final round down at Moon Golf, which is only a couple hours north of Palm Beach Gardens. Actually, probably about an hour hour and a half. So they they they're kind of familiar. They've played down there. Um, so I like for them to get through. We shall see what happens. Always fun to give our thoughts. This is truly the month we all work to as people that cover it. More importantly, the coaches, the teams, the programs trying to win a national championship. Our thanks, uh, most importantly, on this particular episode to Julian Perico for joining us. We'll do it again next week. I'll be back from PGA Works looking forward to that national championship on our air. And when we reconvene next Thursday, we will know which women's teams will be headed to Greyhawks. So uh, we'll we'll do tabulation. We'll get out a lot of red ink. Because we'll be a lot of incorrect, probably prognostications from our end, but uh, enjoyed it as always, uh, Brentley, and have a good week. And we will reconvene next week right here on College Golf Talk.